Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. What a show I have for you today. Uh, Interesting show. Uh, A lot of different forces came together. Um, I'll explain uh, once we get uh, past the intro. Um, Welcome to the Harland Highway. Uh, I am Harland Williams, your host, your MC, your chaperone, if you will. Uh, kind of an odd show today. As I said, all the elements came together today. Uh, a celebrity friend of mine and a friend of yours is, uh, back in some legal hot water. And, um, he's a guy we've been interviewing, uh, all through the last week and a half. This is his final portion of the interview. And uh, I'll get into uh, how kind of destiny and fate brought this interview together because, uh, as fate would have it, we talk about in this interview uh, many of the aspects of what he's in trouble for today. Uh, this this gentleman was in the newspaper. Uh, he was on TV for getting into uh, trouble again in the public. And uh, he's in trouble with the police. He's in trouble with the law. It's actor-comedian Andy Dick. And we're going to open up that interview right now here on the Harland Highway. Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on Grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Yes, 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 yes. Fade out the music and fade in real life. Uh, Kind of a bittersweet show today. Um, And I'll tell you why. Fate has a funny way of working out. As you know, we've been featuring uh, actor-comedian Andy Dick uh, on the show. Um, You know, the last uh, two weeks, we've had some uh, in-depth interviews with Andy. They've been funny. They've been poignant. They've been touching. They've been ridiculous. They've been revealing a lot of of layers. Andy's a multi-layer guy. And uh, as you know, uh, Andy has had a checkered past, a troubled past, uh, dabbling and... uh, indulging and being the victim of and initiating, uh, you know, drugs and alcohol and, and, uh, you know, lewd behavior and, and, uh, things that, uh, by societal norms are unacceptable on many levels and irresponsible and foolish and childish and et cetera. That being said, I won't separate myself from Andy. He is a friend and, uh, I don't uh, condone a lot of what he does, his activity, his actions, um, but he brings me laughter. He brings a lot of us laughter. It doesn't excuse what I'm about to read to you, um, but nonetheless, I consider Andy a friend, and all I can do is hope that he finds a way to get on the right path in life 
uh, where he uh, is not faced with his own demons and his troubles, which uh, very often spill into the lives of other people, unsuspecting people, innocent people, uh, and they are the victims of uh, Andy's sometimes inappropriate behavior. So let me read an article that came out uh, today in the uh, in the USA Today and just kind of hit the wire in general, and uh, I'll comment on that, and then we will get into our final interview with Andy Dick. Uh, let me read you the headline. Comedian Andy Dick arrested for public intoxication... Uh, in- Comedian Andy Dick arrested for public intoxication at Marie Callender's. <laughs> now, right out of the gate, it, it, it's always an oddball situation with Andy. You know, like Jim Morrison and, and uh, you know, Mel Gibson. And people are usually, like, kind of arrested for intoxication at weird places. But Marie Callender's, I just, you know, what a weird place to get, get hammered. But anyways, here's the article. In yet another brush with the law, comedian and actor Andy Dick was booked on suspicion of public intoxication Tuesday after Temecula police responded to a disturbance at a restaurant. Department officials say that officers were called to Marie Callender's restaurant in Rancho California Road shortly after 9 p.m. after a caller reported an intoxicated male subject who was causing a disturbance inside the restaurant. When they arrived, they found the 44-year-old comedian in the bar area displaying symptoms associated with alcohol intoxication and noted he was unable to care for his own safety. According to a statement released by Temecula Police, Dick, who was cooperative, was booked on suspicious public intoxic uh public intoxication okay so there you go andy uh is nailed once again and uh the article continues kind of talking about some of his other uh recent encounters with the law the arrest tuesday was the latest in a long line for dick Last year, the comedian was arrested in Huntington, West Virginia, on suspicion of felony sexual abuse after two people complained he groped them at a bar. In 2008, Dick was arrested for drug possession and sexual battery after police were called to a disturbance outside a Marietta restaurant. Marietta police said the heavily intoxicated comedian grabbed and fondled the breasts of a 17-year-old girl before pulling her top down in the parking lot of a Buffalo Wild Wings grill and bar. His friends escorted him to a truck, which was then stopped by police near a Sam's Club store. Dick eventually pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor battery and marijuana possession and was ordered to wear an alcohol monitoring bracelet for one year. Okay, so I'm not reading this to, uh, you know, to call Andy out on this. I never would have brought this particular stuff up uh, on its own, although we do touch on it in the interview about to come. Uh, The reason I'm reading it is to bring you people up to speed on what has happened, what he's been up to, and now arrested once again. And um, I guess as a friend, as I say, I'm at the point, and I don't know if Andy will hear this or not, But I guess as a friend, I have to give a little tough love to Andy and say, Andy, come on. 
you know, uh, all that stuff I read, some of it I didn't even know about, unacceptable. And uh, it's time, buddy. It's time to really stand up and be accountable and, uh, you know, really, really, really just figure out how to change your life. And if that means uh, stepping away from Hollywood, if it means moving away, uh, I don't know. But uh, I'm supporting you. I'm hoping that uh, you can find a way to stop behaving like this. And so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of shouting out to you, buddy. Um, it's time to really, really focus on, you know, putting an end to this uh, behavior that you're, uh, you're involved in. Okay, so that being said, um, let's get to my final interview with Andy. It's very fitting that my final interview with him just happened to be about many of these topics, the drinking and the alcohol abuse and getting into trouble. Uh, so we are going to go there. It's just uh, It was just a matter of weird timing. And uh, it gets a little heavy. It gets a little, uh, you know, goes to that place where uh, maybe we shed some light on why Andy does what he does. We hope he gets better for everyone's sake. And then at the end of the interview, uh, we lighten things up and uh, we try to uh, go out on a jovial note and uh, Andy participate in the Harland Highway animal quiz so we get the dark and the light in this interview i won't keep talking uh let's hope andy gets better and uh let's hear from him in his own words actor comedian andy dick here on the harland highway um have you ever used a lawnmower of course like how what tell me I what happened. started it up pulled the yeah. string what were and you cutting, though? Because I know it wasn't like I used a lawn. To, yeah, it was. No, where were you? You were in someone's house. You fired up a lawn. What? Ha- tell me the truth. What the hell have you done with I'm not. No, I used to cut lawns for money. You did? Yeah. Where? All the, in, in, in Pennsylvania, in Connecticut. Like That's wherever. a lot of geography you've covered. Yeah. You must be a millionaire. I made a lot of money. Wow. I think I, I, would, I would get five bucks for to to most a whole lawn it's not a lot of money is it it took hours yeah. i have blisters on my hand oh so yeah blisters you, i would also shovel snow for money oh well you got to get the snow off the grass to get to the grass to cut it yeah sure i i see that so if, if there was an andy dick survival kit mm-hmm. what the hell's in it andy um anti-venom for rattlesnakes i was gonna ask you about that but now i know Okay, you need that. That's about all you need, basically. What about food? Uh, Flarm puffs. (laughs) See? You do know what they are. I love those pastries. Oh, you do know what they are. They're filled with that um, that kind of cheese that's sweet. It's like a ricotta, but it's like a sweet... Yes, it's Fremunda cheese. <laughs> it's the cheese. It's Fremunda cheese. Oh, <laughs> yum. Fremunda. Yum. It's yummy. And it's sweetened, and the crust is flaky and oh, delicate. It take, just melts in your mouth. Take me to Greece and slap me with a sandal. Flarm puffs. Flarm puffs. Um, here's one for you, speaking of food. How mm. many pine cones can you eat in one sitting? <laughs> 
without shoving like into the side of your cheeks. With, you, so without cheating. Yeah. Um, like what's your record for sitting down and eating pine cones? Three or four. Wow. Do you know pine nuts? I think are from pine cones. Yeah, they are. And I, I eat pine nuts. It's one of my. It's one of my staples. No way. I really do eat a lot of pine nuts. What do you mean it's one of your staples? Well, I'm on a raw diet. I don't know if you know that. All raw. And by the way, red wine is raw. So you're a cheerleader? <laughs> raw, raw, raw. Oh, my God. Worst joke of the night. <laughs> the, I'm so not even going to edit it. I'm not even going to edit Please, it because it's so bad. It. I'm on a raw diet, so I eat raw nuts and seeds and berries and sticks and twigs. Really? So yes. those snakes are really... In gonna, peril. Going to be my lunch, yeah. Wow. No, I, I eat, but I, speaking of that, I do eat raw meat. I, just the other day, I had some raw fish. And what well, I do, and I, but without the rice, you know, just the meat, just the yeah. raw meat, it's sashimi. sashimi. And then what I do is um, for my beef, which I do two or three times a week now, for, for four months, I ate no meat, but I just started to include meat. And raw? what I do is I take this organic beef, filet mignon, I slice it up thin, and I put it in a bowl with lemon, vinegar, olive oil, salt, cayenne, garlic, and onions, and I let it marinate in there for 15 minutes, maybe a half an hour. And what it does, all that, that mixture kind of cooks it, and then I just eat it raw. It is delicious. You know, I, at first I wasn't on board with you, but that, that, that actually does sound really good. My mouth good. is watering right now. Do you have a filet mignon in your house right now? No, I do not. No steak at all? I do not have a filet mignon. <laughs> do, you, do you have any meat in there at all? Any red meat? I do not have any red do meat. Do you eat red fridge. meat? I do. But you don't have any steaks? I do not have any you steaks. You eat out most. I eat out every all, friggin' all meal. Just I, I eat out 99% of the time. Yeah. Finances have forced me to eat in all, mm. almost all the time. But now. you you take this this filet mignon <laughs> and you you cut it like paper thin. Yeah. Well, like as you thin don't as eat I like can. big like silence of the lamb like no. chunks. No, you can no. <laughs> Just little like paper thin, you as marinate thin them. As thin as I can. It's like not the way they thin. cut sushi almost. Yeah. It's not that thin because it's it's hard to do, but mm. but it's thin and then I like I said I marinate and then it's just delectable. Mm. Mm. I like it. I like it. Well, and then what I do is I take ooh. that juice, yeah, and I just drink it. I eat it like a soup. Wait a minute. After the fact? Yes. Uh-huh. Ooh, what I'll do, I actually, like what I did part. last time. Well, no, but you have to hear me out because what I did last time, this is just the other day, is I took that juice and then I chopped up um, celery and cucumbers and I threw the celery and cucumbers all chopped up into little tiny cubes and I put that into the juice and then the, the, the juice, the beef juice with the, with the onions and the garlic and the olive oil and the lemon and the vinegar – so it, it, it marinates the vegetables, mm. and I eat it like it's delicious. you got to trust me on this. It's you're delicious. probably going to get attacked by your snakes because you're, you're, they smell all that. That's dangerous. <sighs> they don't eat beef. Well, They only eat horses. <laughs> Is that that to be a good name for a movie? They only eat horses. <laughs> a you know, we really should write a movie. You know how many movie ideas I've had for me and you? We've and talked about it before. I, Remember we, we went out to lunch one day and we just sat no. there and we, we were in uh, New Mexico or something. And we we're like, 
We just jammed for hours coming really? up with movie ideas. Don't you remember? No, I don't. And we were like, we That's went out to we that filmed diner. Of the month. I don't remember. We went out to that diner, mm-hmm. and we were like, New Mexico gives you like 50% back mm-hmm. on your movie investment. Right. And we were like, we were all excited. Really? Why didn't yeah. we do it? Well, because we never nailed down an idea. Well, I'm going to, I have had a few. I don't remember any of them right now. Maybe I wrote them down. Well, we'll we should do another uh, creative lunch. A creative lunch. A CL. (laughs) Creative lunch. Yes, and we'll have sashimi. What's your most hated Hollywood term? Like, you get all these, you know, we'll do lunch or... I have one. What is it? My lawyer used to say it all the time. What is it? Let's let's get this behind us. Oh, God. I hate it. Don't all lawyers say that? Yeah. Look, just sign the paper. Let's get it behind us. Let's get this behind us. Can you do an impression of his voice? Like, I want to hear the tone and the inflection. I'll be you, and, and then you just do it the best you can. I'm not Rich Little. I'm not, I, just I, do the best you can. Okay. I'm going to be you, and I'm going to go, Sal, what, what are we going to do with this thing? Uh, Andy, I need you to sign the document so we can get this behind us. Wow. You want to hear mine? He's Jewish. I don't know. You want to hear mine? I, do. I haven't talked to him in a while. Go ahead. I had a guy, I had a manager when I first came down here, and he was one of these guys. He oh, wait, ha- can I interrupt? Sure, Sorry, he just I did. He just did. You don't have to ask me. You just <laughs> automatically interrupted me. The other thing, it also came from my lawyer. He would always say vis-a-vis. Oh, vis-a-vis. Vis-a-vis. I-E, yeah. vis-a-vis. Yeah. Andy, we need you to sign these documents vis-a-vis. I don't even know what the fuck it means. Vis-a-vis, I-E. Let's get this behind us, Andrew. <laughs> Okay, vis a vis. So tell me about your manager. All right, this guy he handled comedians, and you know he's is one it Barry of the, Katz? No. Okay. I'll tell you who it was after, okay. but kind of a heavy set man. Bernie Bills used to no used to sit behind his desk, mm-hmm. and when you'd go in and you'd spritz ideas or try to mm-hmm. say something <laughs> funny, instead of doing this, like let's say the punchline was tomato juice, instead okay. I'd go tomato juice, and instead of him going ha 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 ha. I'd go tomato juice, and he'd go, I'm on the floor. <laughs> That's what he'd say. I'm on the floor, babe. <laughs> like, as if to say, I'm laughing so hard, right, I'm on the floor. on the floor. So he'd never laugh. He'd never laugh, but he would, yeah. he would just say, I'm on the floor. <laughs> It was the best line, That's man. like, yeah, that's like... I that's hated it, but I loved it at the same so, time. It's so sad. The man didn't have the ability to really laugh. Let's get that behind us. L-M-A-O. I'm on the floor, babe. <laughs> now, when you say it like that, it reminds me of Jimmy Miller. Or Dennis Miller. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Miller and Dennis Miller are, are brothers. Yeah, well, you can tell by that last name. Yeah. And also how they ben. talk. Now, was it, was it somebody at Brillstein Gray? It was Howard Lapidus. He's the guy, right. you, you'll see his name He's in the credits. Jerry. He's Jerry Seinfeld's manager. No. What, he wasn't? No, no, no. Okay. No. You if can... you look in the credits on Celebrity Rehab, you'll see oh, yeah, Howard Lapidus. by Howard Lapidus. That's right. I know that. Yeah. And he's a nice guy, great guy, And uh, but but he just cracked me up with that line. It was he's... just like he wouldn't even crack a smile. He's like, Tom Green's I'm manager. on the floor, babe. He used to be Tom's. They're Tom... not together anymore. Really? Tom was with them for a long, long time. time. And you were with them. You know, be fun. This isn't really that funny, but imagine if the guy like had a heart attack and you walked in, and the first thing he says, he goes, "I'm on the floor, babe," and he really was on the floor. 
That's awful. The, I remember the. I, Let's get I, that I've known joke him. behind Let's us. Let's get it behind us, yeah. please, please. Vis a vis. Vis a vis. He and I worked together because I was on uh, the Sober House. So, oh right. You know they were. So you know me. Howard Lapita. Well, I've known him bef- way before. Did you ever hear that. him say I'm on the floor, no, babe? No, no, no. I guess I. Never, I wonder if people. I, who I never work- made him laugh that hard. Oh. But listen, li- listen. He asked me to be on the very first celebrity rehab, and they offered me half a million dollars. I Man, said, I, I said no. I said, "A, I'm not going to get sober. I'm yeah. not interested." Well, then you could have done B, the I'm... second season for the other half the million. Well, you blew cut, it, buddy. Cut to year, you know, a couple years later. I know, and then I'm on. I I I got into trouble with the law, vis-a-vis drinking, and. Well, I don't even know if that's the correct use of the word. But but anyhow, I now and then they said either you're going to go to jail or you should probably go into some kind of rehab. So I said, I'll go. I'll do that thing. I'll do the thing. That, and let me just do the celebrity rehab thing. But it's called the Sober House. And oh. I did it. And I said, where's that half million? I'll, yeah. I'd love to have that now, too. And they said, oh, no, no. So when you come crawling to them. There's, there was no negotiation. They, they didn't give me anything. No way. So yeah. you were on that show? I, I didn't know on, you were on that show. Not Celebrity Rehab, but, but the, the, the Sober, Sober House, house thing. Yeah. Who are the other uh, people in there with you? Do you well, remember? Well, the house mother is the only one I really talked to. Who are the other celebs? Um, uh, Shifty, um, Shifty. Seth from, um, from Crazy Town, the band Crazy Town. Hmm. Um, oh, you're going to love this one. I'll get to that. Amber Smith, who was the original Victoria's Secret model, absolutely gorgeous, crawled into my bed butt naked. What? She did. She had a little. That's thing for worth me. the five hundred right there. I loved it. Did but, you? But then have... the cameras came racing in, and she ran out. I, really? Yeah, the cameras ruined it. You were going to have sex, probably with with, with Amber wow. Smith. And if you look her up, you will you will drop. You'll be on the floor. The only problem with those girls is it's really hard to... Uh, those angel wings get in the way if you're doing it doggy <laughs> style. They keep slapping you in the face. So then Jennifer Jimenez is was the house mother. She was the sober one running the house. Sure. Who I still talk to to this day. She was my angel. She saved me. The day I got in there, we talked till 5 in the morning on camera. We didn't show up on the show, but I love her. She's great. Wow. So the other people were... Um, oh. The guy from oh my god I can't believe can you look it up on your computer I kind of on a blank well he was he's in a band and he got during the time we were there he got busted he had brought in heroin oh god into the house but I can't I even remember his name he's a, he's a I great gotta guy. say that those shows are pretty emotional I've watched yeah, Celebrity Rehab I yeah, haven't I haven't watched the Sober House but I've watched Celebrity Rehab and. And Steve. there's a lot of feelings that happen. You, you, in a His way, you Steven. you don't feel sorry for them because you think, oh, they're just celebrities. But then, as you watch the show, you realize now they're just people like everyone yeah. else, and and they've got yeah. problems, and and it's yeah. it's tough. And what re- what really is rewarding about the show, it it seems like uh, people are really helped on that yeah, show. They, yeah, yeah, we are. Good, people are helped. good. And Rodney King, Rodney King, that's right. He that's was on right. there. He was on with wow. Me. And um, there was Nikki. She was one of the American Idol. Well, she came in third. Oh, right. I, I think I saw parts of this yeah. now that you're saying these people. Well, you might have seen them while they were on, they were on the um, Celebrity Rehab. 
And then, then I joined on. You yeah, joined in afterwards. The sober house. What is it? What is it to someone like me and people listening who are not addicts? What would you say? It always does fascinate me uh, about you. Yeah. Every time we go out. Yeah. You have one beer. Yeah. Not even two. I'm not a drinker. Maybe I've seen you have two once, maybe. But for the most part, you'll have one beer, and sometimes you won't even finish that beer. Yeah, I'm not a, I've am not never had hard alcohol in my whole life. Oh, I've never I even yeah. tasted it. I don't do it anymore. I don't, I don't drink hard liquor anymore. But, but, uh, but even the beer, you like it because you order it. Yeah, I, li- I like to catch a... Here's what I like. Yeah. I like to catch a little buzz yeah. so I get giggly. Yeah. So I'll drink maybe between one and three or four beers every now and then. Yeah. And that's it. That's all. That's, I, that's the plane I get to, and I have fun. And I only do it when I go out. I never order beers with dinner. Uh-huh. I never have a beer before it gets dark. It's, I, I, you know, I probably drink. Uh, if you stacked all the beer bottles together in a year, it would probably be about twenty-five. Wow. I just, I've never had a desire for it, but that's why I'm asking you, I guess, and I, I don't want to sound patronizing or anything. Well, I probably won't know the answer, but go But ahead. no, what I was going to ask is, is there a little, you know, I don't know how to describe it, is, is for an addict, is there a little, like, almost like a little demon inside you, a little, a little character in your gut going, come on, drink, drink, come on, or whatever, you're, yeah. like, is there something well, the in is, there, a button or something? You're talking to the wrong guy, because... I, for all of these years, first of all, there was a time when I had three years completely stone cold sober. Right. Yeah. Three whole years. That's when I did the Andy Dick show. Yeah. Yeah. At that time. I, do, I always do my, my, my most best work when I'm, when I'm stone cold sober. But for the most part, so I've been to rehab 10 times. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I ten, didn't know that. 10. Wow. And I've, I've been to. AA meetings up the wazoo, and they're great. They're very helpful. In fact, they can keep you sober if you go. But I don't subscribe to, like everybody else and the majority of people, to any of those terms that we came up with. Addiction, um, addict, alcoholic, all this. I I just like to drink. I like to drink. That's the bottom line. I like to drink. And sometimes I drink way too much. And then I get drunk, and then trouble ensues. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm able to just have one glass of wine. Recently, um, I've been able to just drink a glass of wine and be done with it. Be really? done with it. Yeah. One glass and be done with it. But that's because I, I kind of have a, a bad taste in my mouth uh, about getting sloshed. It's just it doesn't do me any good at all. At all. It never does. Well then, what what was the reason you got to that place? I would before? choose to. I would I would I would consciously say, you know what? I'm gonna get shit faced tonight. I want to drink to oblivion. I want to drink till I don't know what's going on, and somebody has to walk me home. Why though? Why Why do you? I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, it's, maybe it's a different. There's a, always a different reason. It could be because. I'm extremely happy about something. It could be because I'm extremely depressed about something. There's always there's always kind of a reason. Yeah. But right now I don't want to. I, I just Good, man. I wanna keep it clean. Good. I wanna I wanna work. I don't wanna retire. What what kind of idiot what was I thinking? <laughs>
I really, for a whole year, I just didn't work. And I said, and I told everybody, don't even bother calling me because I'm retired. Well, you needed, you needed some space, I man. Guess I you did. You needed some space. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pressure to keep the fame ball moving yeah. and the money moving uh-huh. and all that stuff. And, and yep. sometimes that drinking can maybe uh, take the edge off of that. It but, did. And so I, I did, I drank for like a year. Um, but, but that was, that was a few years ago. And, but then, then I got into trouble. And then yeah. I had to wear that ankle thing. And yeah, I remember the year. ankle thing. Yeah, I, that was I last saw year. It. I wore that for a year, buddy. I know. Can I you know. imagine wearing something around your ankle that's pretty tight, chafing your skin for a whole year, oh. let alone the fact that what it does is not allow you to drink. Yeah. So even if you just wanted one beer, yeah. you can't do it. It's wow. kind of maddening. Yeah, yeah. It was no, maddening. Most it. people wear it for a month, two months, three months tops. A year. A fucking year. Well, you know, I went crazy. I almost, I, I, it was the first year where I actually had suicidal thoughts. Oh no! Yeah. So in that respect, you can see, and I know people. I've known people that were were sober and uh, killed themselves. I'm like, you know what, buddy? Pick up a fucking drink before you pick up a gun. Yeah, like right. literally, go get drunk, and you believe me, you'll pass out. You'll wake up, and you'll be like, "Ah, oh, shit! I wish I didn't get drunk." But you'll be alive. Right. It's interesting the stigma of alcoholism and addiction because it's like going back to your point. We live in a society with all these rules and boundaries yeah. and everything, so a lot of labels and a lot of categorizing is done. And oh, then if yeah. you peeled all that away, you could just go. Hey, there's a guy who's a bit of a train wreck who can't control his booze and he likes to drink. He's probably yeah. going to die, but he's going to have fun on the way. Yeah. There's well, that crazy guy. And that's all it could be or should be. Well, I hope you're but, not talking about me. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying in general, it could yeah. be you. It could be anybody. Right. And I'm just saying yeah. that's the way you could paint it in a real simple term. Yeah. But we live in a society where that's like, not the way it yeah. is and, and people... Uh, when people get to that state, I guess the rest of society wants Needs to reach out and help. To have these clinical terms and they yeah. have to label yeah. it and all the. And mm-hmm. by the way, that brings up a point that, that I. It hit me as hard as a ton of bricks just last week. It's a double standard we have in America. Yeah. Where, so they have this label for me. Let's yeah. just take me as the example. Take you. I'm the alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. So yeah. alcoholism. What do they call alcoholism? What is it? Addiction to alcohol. It's an addiction to alcohol. They call it. They call it a disease. Yeah, they right. call alcoholism a disease. Right. So here I am. I'm walking around with this disease. Yeah. Called alcoholism, which is is treatable. You yeah. can treat this disease like mm-hmm. much like you can treat MS. You know, multiple sclerosis or yeah. cancer or lupus. Yeah. And I found out later that that Mitch Hedberg has a joke about. What I'm talking about right now, this double standard that we live in right now in America, where I'm walking around with a disease, and let's say I'm in the throes of my disease, T-H-R-O-E-S, the throes of it. It means like you're in the deepest deepest part of the pool of your disease. I'm just trashed, stumbling around Hollywood Boulevard in my disease. I couldn't get any sicker, right? And yet people are whipping out their cell phones and their cameras and they're, and they're videotaping me and laughing and then uploading it on YouTube. Is that what you do to somebody who has a di- – you're the one that says I have a disease and yet you're – that would be like literally videotaping somebody with MS 
you know, walking down the street all wobbly because they have MS. But and, they and would. Using their canes. And then videotaping that and laughing and laughing and uploading it on. Look at the funny, crazy guy with MS. Like, it's crazy. It's like vultures. They, they, they circle and they see when you're weak and yeah. they come in and start picking and pecking yes, and tearing you apart. They do. I don't think that, I honestly do not think that there is anybody out there that could have survived the amount of ridicule and and sometimes it's just hostile hatred directed right at me and and it hurts you know it it really does hurt it's gotta hurt of course and i i I don't i think a, a normal person would have just you know either moved to another country or killed themselves well on that note let me ask you a question and it may be hard okay and again you know i'm not saying this to to be cruel, but I'm sa- I'm going to ask you this, and you can either answer it or not answer it. But pass. You're going to pass? No, no, no I want to hear it. Uh, the question is, do you think somewhere psychologically as an entertainer, as a guy, and entertainers are always craving attention uh-huh. and seeking the limelight, do you think subliminally, psychologically, there was a side of you that perpetuates yeah. kind of some of this behavior, yeah. knowing you're at the, at the bottom of where you are? Yeah. But you're like, you know what? Even if I'm wobbling down the street drunk and at death's door, people are going to notice me. People are yeah. going to hold up those cameras. Is there, a, is there an there exhibitionist side of you that, that craves it, that? And is it, that maybe part of an addiction? It, it, it could be that, but I think it more is, for, in, in my case, I think it more has to do with really just not giving a shit. I really just don't care what people (laughs) think when I'm not even drinking. Yeah. Like, I just don't have a filter on my mouth. I don't care what people, I don't even, I don't, I'm not one of those guys that even looks in the mirror. When I went to the bathroom just during the break, I didn't even look in the mirror to see what I look like. I don't care. I don't, I really don't. I mean, sometimes I'll doll up or, or try a little bit. But then if you add liquor to it, and when I say liquor, I just mean beer or wine because like yeah. I said, I don't do hard liquor. But if, if you add beer and wine to it, then the wheels are off. I really don't care. Yeah. Uh, so I just don't care if I... And then I, I, I don't even realize that I don't care, so I don't care that I don't care, and I don't even realize I don't care. It's like... And, I, and, I, and, and, and then, but then when I wake up the next day and I'm sober, and, and I, have the, I have what my friend calls the sketchies, where it's like, Oh no! What did I do? Or who videotaped me? Now I'll, I'll have to go on the internet and and type in Andy Dick most recent. But see, that's what I'm to getting at. Are you are you maybe but secretly no? I'm afraid that stuff's there. No, no. You go out. No, 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 no. I am okay. afraid. Okay. Because my managers, my agents, and my team, they don't want me. You know, I I'm, I'm, I'm I can't get hired. Yeah. If, if if I continue that kind of behavior, that's why, you know, I, I try to keep a lid on the last instance I had was in Vegas and I just the wheels came off. I, I was doing something with Polly Shore. I was doing his <laughs> Showtime special. And that uh, alone is enough to. Yeah, get, that's have, not get a good influence right there. Well, <laughs> well, what people should know about Andy, and this is something that I actually find beautiful about Andy, is that. You are right. You don't have a filter. It's hard in life, especially in America, where people kind of like to keep a lot of secrets and lies. Andy's one of the few guys you'll ever meet in your life that wears everything right out on his sleeve. As you can tell by our conversation, he's talked about such 
you know, topics that most people would probably keep secret and hidden away. And you've always been like that, whether you've been talking to me about your girlfriends or your family or everything. And when I first started hanging out with you more, I was just blown away. I was like, wow, this guy just throws it all out there. And I find real beauty in that. Yeah, I like uh, it too. But you expose yourself and people in today's society really don't and yeah, they don't. and uh, but it bites it, me in the butt it bites you in it the really butt does. but even if it bites you in the butt I still you'll talk care. about yeah. being yeah. bit in the butt <laughs> yeah. like it's all there yeah and most people can't do that and yeah. it's not like a gimmick with you that's who you are yeah. and it's just it's a, it's a beautiful yeah. thing and it, it takes uh, courage and and stupidity and everything wrapped into yeah. one but it, it is it, stupid and 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 I really do mean it I do not like when I do something stupid, somebody videotapes it and it gets up on the internet. If I could, I'd go on the internet and I'd clean it all up. I'd take it all off, all the bad things. I yeah, don't like yeah. it. I mean, it, it makes people, all you have to do, if there's some new person, like there's like a, a kid that's just turning 11 or 12 now and their parents are like, okay, you can go on the internet now. Yeah. And they, and they, they Google me and they're just going to see a bunch of trash. Yeah. I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that no. at all. No. I'd rather have people know me for my work but it's not that's not well your legacy is going to be both Andy you're going to be you're going to be one of those guys I mean every interview I see with great comedians like Ben Stiller and and your peers and they they always go to you as one of the guys that made them laugh the most that's something I stand by I I wasn't blowing smoke you just kill me and you'll be remembered for all that and you'll be remembered for the troubled the times. Too, but yeah. look at look at all the greats. Look at all all the people out there. That that's, that's true. There's a lot always of them are dead. the good and the bad. A lot you know? of them are dead. I know. A lot of them are dead, and uh, you know, it's just it's part of what makes you work, and and that's part of the package. So it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just that's how you're wired, mm-hmm. and uh, it's, it's brought you great things, and it's brought you you're bad right. things, but. You're right. At the end, we're sitting here having a laugh, and yeah. life's not so bad. You got a exactly. couple of pet rattlesnakes at home. One's dead. One's, one's dead. alive. See, yeah. you get the bad and the good, kid. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you for being so open and sharing with uh, the audience here. That's fantastic. Let's switch gears. Let's lighten it up a little bit yeah. here. You said earlier you wanted to take the uh, Harland Highway Nature Quiz, yes. which stumps a lot of people. Not me. Um, we've got four questions, mm-hmm. and you know it's funny you mentioned horny toads because one of my last guests here, uh, one of the answers was horny toad, and I will read this to you so you get the gist of how the quiz works. Okay. I give you a question and some clues, and you have to name the animal. So the last. Uh, so every answer is an animal. Every answer okay. is an animal, and and here's one. That went down with another guest where it says, I may be a tiny reptile, but I'm hot and I'm always in the mood. And then that was a horny toe. It was a horny toe. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I, I'm weird that you didn't say anything about the blood squirting out of the eye. But yeah, anyways. well, most people don't know that. I was shocked that you knew that. Yeah, and yeah. that tells me that you are a I'm hardcore gonna, I'm gonna nature get it. guy. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. Every so, single um, one of them. All right, there's I'm four gonna, of them. There's four of them. A plus, 100%. All right. Let's go. We're going to the nature quiz. Hang on, everybody. Here we go. It's time for the Harlan Highway Animal Quiz. All right, here we go, Andy. You ready for number one? Do it. All right. I am such an annoying ant 
that Donald Trump himself had to terminate me. Mm. This is an animal. This is, well, I said it in the... I am such an annoying ant, so it's an insect. Yeah. Well, wow. then, but it, Already it, you're way off. Well, it's an ant. Yeah. Is it a certain kind of ant? Well, yeah. Oh, fire ant. Wow. Hey, hey, oh. All right. Because you're fired. You're fired. There you go. You you got that. Excellent. Well, you're seeing how it works. Okay. One for one. I'm going to get get them all. They get a little harder. I'm ready. So I'm glad you got this. I'm in it to win it. All right. Here we go. Question two in our nature quiz. Some may refer to me as the biggest, best honky in the sea, and I'm not good with that. I'm great with that. Hmm. We switched from a crawling land insect. Is it a manatee? No. No. No A honky. I'm guessing it's, it, it honks. Or it's white. So, mm. uh, so, so mm. the biggest honky in the sea, what was the last part? Some may refer to me as the biggest, best honky in the sea. And I'm not good with that. I'm great with that. The great white whale. Oh, you're all around it. Great white shark. Hey, bingo, baby. Go. Wow, this kid's on fire. Okay, here we go. Question three. It even confuses me that I can be so wild, yet people start yawning and lose interest when I come around. Hmm. Even confuses me that I can be so wild, yet people start yawning and lose interest when I come around. Or another word I could use is when I root around. That might help you a little bit. See, I told you they get harder, Andrew. Right. I mean, Andy. I didn't want to sound angry. <laughs> You're so angry that I'm not getting it. Yeah, sorry. Up. Andy. Um. I'm so wild. Yeah. I'm so wild, yet people start yawning and lose interest when I come around. Mm, I might have snagged you on question three here, Dad. Can we go back to it? Let sure. me let it let it I'll let, let yeah, it marinate in my brain like the beef like I eat. Like your sliced beef. Like so much yeah. beef. Let's go to number four, last one, and then we'll, we'll go back okay. and give you one more chance at number three. Question four in our nature quiz. Woo! Some think I'm a man's private part, and some think I'm the last part of a joint. But I think of myself as both. A roach. A, a cock. A, a cockroach. Wow! The kid. Wow, I did it. You, well, wait, you don't. That let's not. Fast. Let's not fluff I, our I chest got up. right to that you, fucker. You, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> wait, let's go back st- to the other one. Yeah, you, you're now. When you say root around, mm-hmm. why would you say that? Oh, see, you've been thinking about that. <sighs> is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Does it burrow in the ground? Is it? Is that uh, what you mean? It it can burrow around. It's not. It doesn't dwell under the ground. But so it's it not can, like a mole or gopher. No. Something like it's that. not. It doesn't go subterranean on your ass. 
but it is a it's a can I let me do like five yes no sure, questions. Sure, sure. Is it a mammal? It's a mammal. So it has, is it uh, is it bigger than a bread box? Yes, it is. It is. Do are they are they um uh in the in the U.S. Are they are in the U.S. No Hundreds of thousands of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, does it have? Does it? It has fur. Yes, fur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of thousands of them. Uh huh. They're, they're wild, um, but when it roots around, but why do people yawn? And because it because it's uh because it's coming out at night. Is that what you mean by that? Why would uh, you lose interest and start yawning? Yeah. Why would Why you would if I? if uh, people if this wild animal came around? I don't. I can't imagine any wild animal that would come into this room and I would start yawning and lose interest. It's a wild animal. Yeah, but you know, maybe it's in the name. Hmm. You mean wild? Wild. If I just started yawning and losing interest with you right now, what would I think of you? Boring. Oh. A boar. A wild boar. hey the kid! You son of a bitch! The kid got I did four! It. I did he it. got four! I had to rifle through. I had to really dig. You just got yourself a take-home it. box of truffles or whatever the hell they Flarm were. Flarm puffs. Flarm puffs. Yeah. So delicious. That <laughs> down under... That from under... <laughs> The Fremunda cheese. Oh, Fremunda cheese flarm puffs. Andy Dick, ladies and gentlemen. I love gentlemen, you so much, Harlan. Love you, buddy. Thank you run. for being on the show. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, Andy, uh, great time. And uh, is there anything you want to plug, Andy, before no, we No, I go? really don't have anything. I want to, you know, I've, I've wanted to for years. Adam Carolla, Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. I used to have that show, The Shit Show. Were you ever on that? I never was, but oh. I I knew of it. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna be starting up something like that again. Good. So I'll I'll do that, but I don't know when and where. And okay. then I, and then like I said, I I have that football movie. Yeah. I don't know when that's coming out though. They're What's just it called? D three Division three. So that'll be if it was just wrapped, it'll probably yeah. be in the next half year or so. Yeah, within, right within the year. So keep your eyes open for that. Keep your eyes open for rattlesnakes. Andy Dick, thank you for being on the Harlan Highway. And there you go, Andy Dick. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting uh, starting the show, reading the uh, the announcement in the paper that I read, and then, you know, listening back to the interview with Andy. And as you can see, the guy's, you know, he's got a sensitive side, he's got a sweet side, but he also makes a statement like, you know, I don't give a shit. And and it's just it for me personally, I don't know how you people feel. You can form your own opinions. It's it's hard for a guy like me who's his friend and has worked with them to see the self destruction. And so in closing, Andy, I, I would like to say this, you know, I can't be your mother. No one can be your mother. I I could spew out all this advice. I could uh, point my finger and get angry at you. I could lay down the law. I could lay down the rules. I could tell you what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right. I can't do it. I'm not the guy to do it. But I do have someone here who I think is the voice of reason. I do have someone here with me in the studio that I think has the answer for you. And I think it's really the only person, the only person that can tell you how to be, and you should damn well listen to this voice so that you get better 
and here he is. I think you'll recognize him. There's always there's always kind of a reason. Yeah. But right now I don't want to. I I just good man. I want to keep it clean. Good. I want to I want to work. I don't want to retire. What what kind of idiot? What was I thinking? So there you go, buddy. Listen to your own voice. Uh, look in the mirror and uh, try and uh, stay true to your own words right there at the end. Keep it clean. I'm wishing you well. Love you, man. Uh, my thanks to Andy Dick. Uh, hopefully he gets through this uh, time in his life. And uh, I wish him well. I hope we can uh, talk to Andy about this stuff on another day when he comes out the other side through uh, these problems. And uh, thank you for joining. Hope you had a good time. And uh, until next time, stay out of trouble and chicken chow mein, baby. The great white whale. You're all around it.